Welcome to the Common Thread Collective here at MutinyRadio.fm, San Francisco's Mission District. Hey, Diamond Dave. Hi, hey, Dave Al. Good to see you. Good to see you. It's a rainy day in San Francisco, and I made it. You made it. I, Welcome I back. Uh, because of my condition, I'm temporarily in a wheelchair, but I will, but through my friend Alexander, Alexander wheeled me in, and it's so good to be here. As you know, I had to do the show last week from my bed, from my sick bed, from my bed, unable to walk. I know. But I, I, uh, I said, I, uh, as I say, I never, accept, I never ask, but I will accept donations. I did say, well, I put out on, on Facebook, I said, I'm bedridden, I can't walk. Any, 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 I'm looking for a conversation. 415-240-0286. And I put it out there, and soon, bang, 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 all kinds of people from my past, all kinds of people I'd like to talk to. We're putting it together. It was, uh, it was a wonderful time. Oh, good. I'm glad people are calling you. They are. That's perfect. They are wonderful. That's and the I'm idea. And I somebody said, well, are you, know, do you need a wheelchair? And so I put up, I said, well, yeah, I do. I'm going to be rolling around. I can't walk more than a few steps. What I have, I went to the doctor. Let me let you, let, let the, the, our vast radio audience know if you're worried. I went to a doctor, and what I have is nothing much. It's nothing life-threatening. It's nothing walk-threatening. It will, I will recover, as far as I can tell. I have a, uh, a twisted muscle in my thigh. It's something that's gone from my back. You know, I always walk with a cane for quite a while. Ouch, ouch, ouch. But now one of my legs, ouch, ouch, ouch. I can't walk. Mm. And I can't walk a few steps. But uh, apparently if I continue as I am, if I wear this, uh, uh, this around, my, around my thigh, uh, around my thigh, what? Is it a brace or something? Yeah, what's or it? a bandage, like yeah, a race around, bandage around, kind around, of thing? Yeah, a wrap? Around, 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 around tight. If I'd rather wear that, and uh, no, don't push it too hard, I will be walking soon. Excellent. So I can pass this wheelchair on, thank you, to somebody else who needs it. Because I was gifted it with two hours out of a wheelchair. That's how many people are paying attention, you know? Well, that's, wow. part of, that's part of the magic, Dave. I'm happy that you got a wheelchair when you needed it. And, you know, a lot of folks are coming together and, and uh, trying to... You know, do things that we can help you and and other people and other elders in our community. Um, you know, we're thinking about getting together and having cooking parties so that people can take food home and we can bring it to other folks. So, um, you know, uh, I'm sorry that you're. I wish you weren't in pain, um, but it's also you know kind of a testament to your community oriented uh, lifestyle that uh, community is coming together to help you out and. <laughs> what do you want to call it? <laughs> but the fact that you like, you know, gather people around and and support community efforts and know that uh, working together really always yields the best. Um, gather you know. around. If we're going to build a movement, the idea of having a purely political, well, we'll have a political we'll get together. I am a member of the uh, Democratic Socialists and. Uh, uh, working on that, that we'll see. But gathering around, finding one another. It's all about love, people. Let me hand this to you before I lose it. 
Oh, thank you. In other words, thanks to uh, Organic Valley, th- thanks to Organic Valley and through me, the Media Alliance, we're good for another month. All right. All thank you, Organic Valley. Thank you for Thank, thank you, Dr. Bronner's. And Dr. Bronner. We still haven't brought that bottle in. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. I, I think it got emptied and thrown out. But anyway, I have one at home, but it's kind of full, so I don't want to bring it. Okay, well, we'll work that. Anybody's got to buy an empty bottle because we want to read. But read those little letters. I don't know if my eyes at this point, being 80 years old, can I'll help um, you. Can, but anyway, it's, it's interesting because he, it's now his son who runs it. But the old man, Bonner, doctor, he was into. Uh, Particular branch of early Christianity, called um, early Christianity, before the coming of Paul, they believed that Jesus was a great teacher, but not a son of God. A great teacher who taught us to love one another, and that's what Dr. Bonner is all about. Just read what he has to say on the bottle. He lays it right out there. But anyway, hey, and, that- and Dave, um, pretty soon actually. So we should also thank our five hundred one c three sponsor, Media Alliance who, um, you know, make sure that we can, that folks who want to donate to the Common Thread Collective can do so and do it on a tax deductible basis. So if you wanted to support Common Thread Collective hosted here by Diamond Dave and helping Diamond Dave make sure that he's able to still do his show, um, you can go to the Media Alliance website, that's media-alliance.org, and click donate. And all you need to do is put a note that it's for Common Thread Collective and Diamond Dave, and that donation will go to this very show. Also, pretty soon, we're actually going to be, uh, I'm working with uh, Tracy Rosenberg, who's the director of Media Alliance, and we're going st- to put together uh, a direct link, a page um, for the show so that people can donate directly. So um, stay tuned and, and pay attention. We're going to put that out on our Facebook page, probably hopefully next week. Um, so that if you do want to help out and help keep the Common Thread Collective going, make sure that Dave uh, can still do his outreach and get to his shows and that we can continue to be a platform for people to uh, express their views in a free speech and uh, community open uh, open community environment uh, will be will you'll be able to do so and it would be a great help to everybody and uh, it's a 501c3 and that means tax deductible in other words any donations will not will take out of your taxes you will not be paying for war you'll not be paying for the weird uh, plans of Donald Trump yeah or any of his weird cabinet members like oh, Betsy DeVos in other words the, your donation you, you will, will, as a 501c3 tax deductible will take it out of your taxes and give it to us and uh, help us build that movement. That's right. And build help, that movement. It'll help, it'll help commun- Common Thread Collective. It'll help Mutiny Radio. It'll help Media Alliance, which sponsors lots of different uh, media projects uh, in and around the Bay Area. And uh, it's, it'd be a win-win uh, way to, um, yeah. In fact, today. Spend your money. Why did you play? <laughs> if you got it, smoke if you got them. Spend if you got it. You can see me and see us and come in to see the show. And we have some plans. We have, we're a voice of so many things now. We are, it's Dave. Developed naturally. So Don't many panic. things. We keep it what? We keep it keep organic. Keep it organic. And now something interesting has happened. Uh, here's uh, here's uh, Rainbow. Hey, Rainbow. Oh, he's not up there yet. But. Yeah, what he's, I thought we'd He's do, chilling. What, why don't we play Ubi That's while Rainbow gets set up with mind. his guitar? We're playing my son Ubi. 
saying it's all going to be all right because those five thanks to uh, your donations, we're going to make it all right. And this is going to be unusual because uh, my friend Alexander is here, and she's been doing a uh, she's been doing a, a movie video about uh, totally devoted to Rainbow. Yeah. She went to his house. It's really a, a good one. And now we're going to have part two right here. Is that right, Alexander? Right here. She's shaking her head. Also, she's brought her ukulele, and she's going to be playing some music, too. So she's definitely part of the Common Thread Collective. Is that right? It is. She put it on up. <laughs> is it? All right. Here's Ubi Dooby Whitaker letting us know everything's going to be all right.
What's that, Dave? We got it going on. We got it going on. This is the Common Thread Collective. It is Friday. It's April 6, 2018. Happy National Poetry Month, Dave. Indeed. Indeed. And we got a couple of events to talk about. We do. BK might come in. I don't know. That'd be nice. But, but on the 10th, on the 10th of the Beat Museum, there's going to be we have a, there's a new method. Is that right? There is. Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. And our, our friend who used to sit in your seat. Yeah. Charlie Getter. Charlie Getter. He's putting on a show at the Beat Museum. Tell us about it. So Friday the 13th, Charlie Getter is hosting a show at the Beat Museum. There's several featured poets, including E.K. Keith and uh, Daphne Gottlieb and the poet I and a couple other folks I don't have at the ready, but um, a featured reading, but there's also an open mic portion. And it at that reading at the Beat Museum on Friday the 13th, in celebration of the 13th annual 13th Poems annual. Under the Dome, oh Dave, thank you, um, we're going to be drawing seven lucky poets' names to get guaranteed reading spots at City Hall on the 19th. And that's Kaike, who's visiting... All of the open mics. Are you doing some of that too? Yeah, I went to Sacred Grounds Cafe this week. How was uh, that? It was great. They always have a great crowd over at Sacred Grounds in the Panhandle. Over it's on, an older, uh, older bunch, isn't it? People have been uh, yeah, kind of. Well, it's the longest running open mic, poetry open mic in San Francisco. So uh, perhaps I, I would ago. imagine some of the folks who show up there have may have been going the whole time. I think that's true. There's definitely that contingent. But, anyway, but so there's a mix, too. Like uh, Clyde Always was there. He's the host of the um, Cafe International Open Mic every Friday night. He was there. Another uh, amazing human being. Yeah, he's cool. Everybody should go out to tonight to Cafe International, 7 o'clock, I think, is when it starts uh, on, in the lower height. So it's, it's a mix, but it's always a good time every Wednesday starting around 7 o'clock at Sacred Grounds Cafe. And... Uh, and Cafe International is about the same time. People come here and then they go over there. And, uh, that's Cafe International there at the bottom of Hate Street. Mm-hmm. Come and buy. I believe it starts about the same time today. So things are happening. Yes, it does. And as we're rolling up to the 13th anniversary uh, the, of, uh, of Poems Under the Dome, in fact, uh, our friend uh, who does the poster... Chad Xavier. Chad Xavier is just finishing up. He always finishes up very at the last time with one of his amazing poet, one of his amazing posters. It's such a cool collection. Here's a funny thing, you know, like Common Thread Collective, where you know, as Dave, as you as you say, and as you obviously know, you know, out here on the cutting edge, right? The funny, one of the funniest things that happened was we went to City Hall a few years ago to you know walk around and hand out the posters as we do. And I don't think you were there with us that day, but E.K. and I were walking around and we brought a poster, one of Chad's great posters down to the uh, the sheriff's uh, down to, you know, where you walk in, you have to go through the metal detector. It's the sheriff's department that that works there. And uh, this one deputy, Deputy Doug, got really, really excited. He said, oh, here the that's you guys. You do the poems under the dome. He's like, you got to come see what we've got here. He has been collecting our posters for years and put and putting them up on the walls of their sergeant in city hall. So like 
even the sheriff's department loves amazing. poems under the dome. So the, they collect the posters. Well, they're amazing posters. The posters are art pieces of their own. Chad, you're an amazing uh, po- poster maker. Yeah. And it's uh, such a natural that he should be doing this poems under the dome, which is becoming a city institution. It's going to outlive me. At 80, I know it won't, that won't be too long, but I think it's going to outlive me. I think it's now a city institution. I hope uh, younger people like uh, you, Val, and the EK keep it going. Yeah, we'll, well, we work Keep on it, it every year, and I can't foresee us not working We're on working it every boards, year that we can. And for the last four or five years, thanks to EK, something amazing happened. It's that the youth come in. And yeah. they, they relate to what's happening in the here and now. Oh, man. And this oh. year is like the u- year of youth. Even the map this weekend, the Mission Arts and Performance Project, is uh, the theme is solidarity with youth worldwide standing against violence. Oh, so we see the youth are really coming up, and it's really a really beautiful thing. And the, the, the writing, the reciting, the performing, mm-hmm. they're bringing together their politics and their poetry. Uh, uh, just watch them. See what they do. And they're going to be going far. They're going to be doing interesting things in their life. What's the sister's name? With the short hair, uh, she's a speak one of the speakers of uh, from from this high school, from the Park High. I don't know. Uh, Spanish. Well, anyway, here was something. But anyway. Oh 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 oh! From from Parkland. Yeah. Uh, Emma Emma Gonzalez. Emma Gonzalez, of course. What an amazing person. She's going to go far, and she's ready for it. You know. Yeah, and they're really powerful kids. School. Really powerful and all, youth. All, all of them have stepped up into the cover of Time magazine. Yeah. And they're right here. It's Which so the beautiful. president didn't get. Everything's going to be all right. That's right. I can see when the, when it's going, when, it, when it's being passed down to people like Emma Gonzalez. We love you, Emma. We love you, Emma. Oh, my goodness. And all your friends. All your friends. Well, look, well, here in the here and now. Here now. We got Ubi uh, queued up. We played Ubi. Oh, we did But we've got Rainbow. Oh, we got Rainbow, Rainbow Live. Okay. Uh, see, I, uh, We're mo- I moving it along. Like being We're moving along. Up in the car Rainbow. Either, huh? And this is going to be videoed by, by Alexandra. Alessandra's got to video this. Alexandria, you ready? Rainbow. Yeah, Rainbow, are you ready? ready? All right. Hey, thanks, it, thanks for always being patient with us as we. Yeah, thanks for having me today. Coordinate. Val, Dave. Uh, I'm ready to do it anytime you're ready. Should Go we ahead. get a sound check or anything? I can hear you just fine. Oh, okay, so... Um, check, check. How's now sound? Now sounds beautiful. There's a sweet girl Some place in this world But don't you ever be This place is a cesspool Take a look at the skin That you're living in I thought that you might like to know 
Thinking of ways to be kind. Okay. Where can you run? Where can you run? 
Hard to see the daylight. 
forget all your worldly misery Be happy and be free It's up 
Thank you so much. Yeah, Shahid, who's running for Congress. He's ready for rain. Good to see you again. He's ready for a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, here comes Rainbow. Rainbow. Hey, thanks for having me. Well, sure, have a seat there, and we'll get one of those microphones in front of you. She wants the video on. Hey, Alex, Alex, come on in. Let's turn one of those mics towards you. Okay. Hey, Alex. Can we turn one of those mics? Have a seat, yeah, both take the mics. We'll talk to both of them. Yeah, yeah. Let's see how long he's got a little time. How's that? Let's see here. Say it again. How's that? Pretty good? Yeah, I think I can hear you. Rainbow, that was awesome. Oh, thank you so much. That's so kind. Well, you're kind. I like your thinking of ways to be kind song. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Val. You really blow me away every time. No way. Oh, yeah. You blow me away. No, really, I've never heard you sing until just about like a year or two ago at the Groundhog's Day party. And I think that was, yeah, ever since then, it's only been a couple times and you're really good. Oh, bless your heart. Yeah. And you have like tons of original songs, like all your songs you play are original songs. Yeah, 50 of them. That's, That's prolific. Uh, I've, I've, I stopped writing songs and switched back to poetry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're certainly happy that you come and oh, play a Mutiny God Radio. Oh, God bless you, Val. It's so nice to be here. I tell you, this is the most radical place in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by radical is a change, you know? Like, it's so nice to be around intelligent people. And... Uh, of course, Diamond Dave is a legend. <laughs> uh, the legend. <laughs> and guess what? I guess it's old news by now, but he turned Dylan on to pot. <laughs> also, Woody Guthrie. I, I always say also Woody Guthrie. He turned ah. turn, turn ah. Dylan on to Woody Guthrie. In fact, let me recommend it, if you will. Dylan had come in. He'd been brought into my house. This is 1961. He's 18 years old, so this is a long time ago. Which are in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And my house, you know this show? My house, my living room was kind of like this show. People are playing music, they're talking politics, they're handing out around, and they're smoking pot. This is 1961. And so somebody brought this kid with a guitar up uh, who turned out to be Bob Dylan. He's just taken the name Bob Dylan. Of course, he's a nice Jewish boy. His name is Bobby Zimmerman. His family is Zimmerman's. And uh, where the hit, wind hits heavy in the borderline, there in northern Minnesota, and where the wind, that's where he came, was sent down by his parents for him to go to school. And he came and he just couldn't take it. He didn't know what to do. He nobody, and somebody said, uh, and this woman, Bonnie Beecher, let me call her out, saw him standing on the street with his guitar and could see that look on his face. And she went up to talk to him. And he was so... He said, I don't know what to do. I can't take it here. I can't be in the Jewish fraternity they put me in. And she said, come with me. And she brought him to my living room. Like somebody might bring him to bring somebody to the show in here, you know? <laughs> in the same way. Come on in. But then we were feeling smoked. So I handed him a joint because we were smoking. We were joking. 
we were just talking, we were having fun, we were playing music and talking radical, we, we called the new left, it was radical politics just arising, 1961. We had some years to go, we're looking, oh my goodness, it's more than 50 years ago. And so after a couple of days, he moved <laughs> on my couch. After a couple of days, I, I, reached in my, uh, I reached in my bookshelf and there I had Woody Guthrie's autobiography. We should play some mm. Woody Guthrie today. Actually, the song I'm going to play is um, originally a Woody Guthrie song, but I rewrote the lyrics to be more uh, relevant to now and, and here in San Francisco. Well, that's what we do. That's what Woody Guthrie did. <laughs> so that's, that's what funny. Bob that's Dylan did. Synchronicity. When he first started, synchronicity means just by chance. I'll go to that poem now. It's kind of long. But that Arnold connected. Once you're in the right path, Things will happen for him. And synchronicity is things connecting. I'd like to take this opportunity to uh, share with you a word that my friend made up. It's on Urban Dictionary. It's called um, Eusipitus. And it's kind of like synchronicity, except for there's no such thing as chance. It's, you know, it's all meant to be. Just by chance? Remember that poem? I just did the first part of it. Just by (laughs) chance? Not uh, too likely. Just because the reason is unclear doesn't mean we won't know one day. <laughs> we hang on, hang in, follow the stream right down to the river, live, uh, look up to the sky and re- look and really see the stars. Unstopped. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, I'll just leave it with that line because I like this line. My conventional thinking, short-sighters, deaf and blind to the spirit. Well, the spirit is what <coughs> we're talking about. The synchronicity it's called. We see different blind of the spirit that takes us where we're supposed to be. Did you see that rainbow? Yeah. Rainbow. So rainbow, I see them time to time up in the hate. And you mentioned uh, when you were telling, oh, and there's, uh, there's going to be, uh, I'm sure it'll be on the film, uh, on the movie circuit, on the movie festival circuit, this film that you're making, Alexandria, uh, using your phone. Uh, of, uh, talk a bit about that, of rainbow. Oh, yeah, well, like, um, actually, Alexandra and I were talking about that, you know, um, you know, like a couple of months beforehand, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, and, uh, yeah, I I thought it was a good idea, any opportunity to, you know, make some kind of a statement for peace and love and beauty. Definitely. And And I I think the hate... um, there's a lot of characters in, in the state that San Francisco's in right now. Those characters are becoming more and more valuable, and we need to not only support them, but document them and, you know, really record their music, their art, everything like that, be, their story, especially, because if we don't do it, nobody will. And whatever we put a hand to, you're doing it with the film. I'm doing it with uh, the film. film. I've done a live, photo uh, series. Live streaming around the planet on the internet. There you go. And so it's all connected. And Rainbow, it's, uh, who would have imagined, uh, mm-hmm. imagined uh, 10, 15 years ago that we'd have this opportunity? And I'd just like I to take this have. opportunity. So if you are listening and you want to see this movie, it's not done yet, but it will be done in a couple weeks, you can go on YouTube and search "People of Hate Street." Rainbow will be episode one, and yeah, "People of Hate Street" episode one, featuring Rainbow and his magic theater. Okay, <laughs> not for everybody. And not for everybody, dreamers though. Dreamers only. Dreamers only. <laughs> okay, well, I think the numbers seem to be increasing. The kids are stepping up. Since what happened, and that Sister Gonzalez. Uh, 
is a good example of people stepping up, saying no more. We're building community right here from the grassroots. Yes, we and are. And what you are, so, so good to see you. Good, I know your dad, dad for many years, people of Hate Street. Shout out to uh, David Wills, my David dad. Wills. <laughs> I knew him when he was managing the place. So they, they had like Tibetan, uh, Tibetan statues. African, African that was jewelry, right, yeah. Right there on Hate between Iceberry and uh, Masonic. Yeah, that's it? where he met my mom. Wow. And, and the rest is history. And that's where I met him. <laughs> well, I call it hipstery. Hipstery, there what you go. What we do is hipstery. It's the stuff that hasn't been written. It's not in the books. That's history. Herstory. Herstory comes out of the women's movement of the 70s when women said it's time. We have a story, too, and that'd be herstory. Mm-hmm. And there, here we go. Right. And Alex, so we're going to be, uh, so Rainbow, so good to coming through. And those songs, these are your songs you've written. Yeah. Or come to, or, or in the spirit, or however way they come to you. Yeah, usually the best ones are the ones that just come right away. It Usually is. the best ones are come, you know, right away. Straight well, from Ellen the Ginsburg said, first words, best words. Mm. <laughs> said Ginsburg. So here we are. So, Alex, yes. you're going to get up. Should you're I do pick that? You're uh, pick up your ukulele and give us a couple songs okay. of your own. Is yeah. that right? Looking forward. Just, just one. On I only know one song. Okay, so. based on Woody Guthrie. <laughs> nice. I'm, I asked somebody, maybe it was you, there's a song of Woody Guthrie. We can find it probably. We'll play it after this. A song of Woody Guthrie, which is so pertinent to the because just, just Deportees, it's called. Yeah, this is a uh, my version of Hobo's Lullaby by Hobo Woody, Lullaby. Woody Guthrie. And then let's see if we can find just uh, Deportees, but Deportees by Woody Guthrie. It's about when they, they then they would uh, shove people in an airplane and they deport them to Mexico. And one of the one of the plane the plane went down, and they were all killed. And the people said, "Well, they're just deportees." So see if we can find that would be a perfect segue. Who do we have here? Howdy. It's Rob. Hey, Rob. Well, good to see you. Coming through the door. She's got a story to tell. Hey, get up there, Alex. You're up there. You're up there. This be Alexander. She'll be playing a song. All right. Let's see. That doesn't sound right. Let me tune really quick. Sorry, guys. Oh. That's the trouble with ukuleles. They go out of tune so quickly. And rainy weather. And rainy weather. The odds are against me here. Okay. Am I going? Am I doing? Okay. Housing crisis. We 
Put down your shield and your sword. Night, you're in a nice warm doorway. On some real comfy cardboard. Know that all cops are bastards. Greedy pigs beyond I like that rendition, Alessandra. <laughs> Very relevant. That's what we're all about here on the Common Thread Collective, adapting and telling it like it is. What a good day it is to be here on the Common Thread Collective at Mutiny Radio, right at the corner of 21st in Florida. You should come down and join us. I think the rain let up. It's not too bad outside. And Alessandra, I see you have a career ahead of you. A musical career. I'm sure you'll be doing many things in the course of your life. You're young. But, but, but keep that ukulele close and keep on playing. And, and you always have a place here at Beauty Radio and the Common Thread Collective. Thank you, a, Dave. So you have a new song I'd like to put out there. Thank you. To our vast listening audience. How many people are now downloading? Do we know? Oh, you know what? Um, I, I, yes and no. We actually just got the recent, most recent stats, but I haven't looked at what, uh, what our listenership was in March. But we had... Um, I think in January we had something like, oh, I don't know, like 5,000 downloads in, fe- wow. in January. Um, so I, I got to check. We, I just got the email last night with the last uh, three months' okay, worth. Well, so you know, I'll I check like that at the next musical know. break. And because we're a community, enlarging, emerging, live here in San Francisco each and every Friday, and people are invited to come and participate, mm-hmm. and we're the voice of the change that we'd like to see. Yeah. Not the voice, but a voice. Being heard around the planet on mutinyradio.fm. Anywhere that you can get the internet, we're there. And San Francisco. Had, hey, Jeff, hey, what's happening, brother? Look at you. He's so beautiful. It's been a while. <laughs> I haven't seen you with a beard on your face before. It's great to see you, Dave. Yeah, welcome back, Shahid. Thanks, Val. Uh, great to see you. And you mentioned you're on your way soon to the Latino, uh, the, the Latino uh, for, Mayoral Forum. Yep. The Mayoral Forum. Yeah. But will you also be speaking? I won't be speaking there. No, the mayoral forum is just going to be featuring the candidates for the mayor's race, but I'm just going to be... uh, It's interesting to look to see how they're rolling out, eh? Yes, indeed. I'm very excited about Jane Kim. And And what do you think? What do you think? It's kind of a horse race. Uh, in, a, in a kind of an interesting way. Have you been to other mayor's forums? Yeah, many of them. I'm, many I'm very excited about Jane Kim, and I okay. think that Mark Leno's done amazing work uh, at the state level. I think we'd be well served by him as well. And there's a, a dark horse in the race that people are often inclined to look over, but Amy Farrah Weiss has a habit of introducing ideas that other progressives pick up and run with, like public banking. So I think there's a, uh, you know, I'll just put my ballot out there right now, knowing that, that Amy is, is uh, uh, not as likely 
uh, to, to be the first place candidate. I'm ranking her first on my ballot with Jane as my second and Mark as my third. And I yeah. invite anybody else to do the yeah, same. Jane is, uh, Amy is sat right here in this chair, of course. And I had the same impression of her that this woman is doing some work. She has this done a crazy doing, amount of work, now, too. Yeah, not just as a candidate where you come up with slogans, where you say the right thing, but she, she as you said, I'll call you work. Uh, she's got a back, uh, so she'd be a good person. Now, of course, let's, I'll say it again, that we have a rank, change, rank choice voting right. here yeah. in San Francisco. For, for mayor. For, for mayor. For mayor we do, yeah. Yeah, not for the race I'm running for, but not for yet, local races we do, yeah. Right, and yeah, let's exactly. remind everybody, Shahid is running for U.S. Congress here. I am a progressive Francisco. alternative to Nancy Pelosi, so if you're tired of your tax dollars being co-opted to fuel international militarism. I offer you an alternative to that. If you're tired about healthcare being distributed through a corporate for-profit system that leaves people literally dying early because they can't get access to preventive care, driving up the cost of healthcare in the aggregate and remaining a yoke around the necks of American businesses that have to shoulder the insurance costs for their employees. If you're tired of that, I'm an alternative. If you're tired about the prohibition of cannabis at the federal level, I'm an alternative, so lots of issues, and I'm excited to present well, them to San Francisco. To and you'll be unrolling as uh, as the election goes on. As the mayor's uh, the mayor's uh, election was the same time as you'll be running. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, the mayor's will be decided on the day as my primary. So our general elections oh, in November, but our primary will be one, be the, two, three. Yeah, uh, one, two at least. Right. Well, uh, and, in, and in, in the general election. That's right. The top two go. Right. So, so, okay. So, and, it's a, and it's an open primary, right? So all different exactly. polit- candidates from various political parties can run. And then uh, in, on June 5th, people will vote. And those the two, the top two from June 5th will actually go on the final ballot for November. Regardless okay. of their party. Anybody Regardless can vote for anybody. So it's a, it's a jungle primary, they call it. So is there going to be forums? So you're hoping that there are forums that you can go to so you can get the word out. I certainly hope so. I mean, I, I will say that forums will play to our campaign's advantage because as much as I respect the other candidates too, who aim to challenge Pelosi... You're the best looking one. Well, none of them have my depth. None of them, to go back to your point about Amy, none of them have done the work in the way that I have done the work. Okay, well, that's that's what people say when they're looking at you, when they're looking at a forum, because you're not the only... If a forum happens, I just want to say I'm very eager to see a forum happen. I'm not confident that it necessarily will. So I'm... uh, we'll just put out there, if any of your listeners are interested in seeing the progressive candidates for, to represent you in Washington vie against each other, contact my campaign. We would love to see it happen. Well, maybe how, uh, how many how many people are running? It's a crowded field. There are uh, five people. Five in people. T- yeah, okay. a Green, three Democrats, and a Republican. We interviewed uh, the Green Party candidate, Barry. Barry. Yep. He was here maybe a month or so ago. Right on. Um, I mean, we could do one here. Well, I would be so stoked for that. Well, will, we could do one right here the on the time. Common Thread Collective. We have, I think we have five microphones. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up right now. <laughs> I am down like a clown. I want you to lend a hand making that happen. Let's do it. So let's do it. We got the, we got the stage here. We'll do it. Uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, in, yep. a month or so, in a month, in a month. I'm saying. super stoked. Yeah, for let's that. do it yeah. in, in in advance, and then we'll we'll share the podcast and be like, "You want to know who's running for Congress? Here you go." I don't know to what extent the other campaigns will be interested in showing up, but I certainly I would bet, love I to bet. put out an invitation and see who's willing to take the but bait I and bet. actually show up and share views in public. Let's I'm do it. Willing to bet. Let's do it in May. In right. May, I'm willing to bet that the others are thinking the same thing. Let's. Uh, how can we find a way to get together? 
rather than running separately, running separately to get together and and uh, make a horse race out of it. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, we all shared the aim of challenging corporate corruption and federal policy. And Say that again? At the end of the day, all of us, except for the Republican, we share the same aim of challenging the corporate corruption of federal policy. And being a, in Republican San Francisco, it'd be interesting to see because the San Francisco Republican Party has always been uh, uh, its own thing. Very kind of odd, very kind of odd in their in their connection with the National Republican Party, and uh, kind of what's the word? What's Somewhat libertarian in its leanings, I think. Have you yeah. met this guy? I I have met uh, one of the I, I have met a former candidate uh, from the GOP in the city who is uh, uh, inclined towards my defense of civil liberties under both Democratic and Republican administrations. That's a, maybe a point worth noting. Everyone else in the race is very partisan. Barry is dyed in the wool green. <clears throat> the other Democratic challengers are presidents of Democratic clubs. You know, Pelosi is the Democratic establishment. The Republican is a partisan operative. I, I was a registered Green for most of the last 15 years. I re-registered as a Democrat inspired by Bernie Sanders because even if I can't capture this seat, I want to pull the Democratic Party across the country to the left, which we can do in this race by giving Nancy Pelosi a credible threat to her seat. And uh, I've worked with transpartisan coalitions at the local, state, and federal level all over the country, uniting progressives and libertarians, particularly in challenges promoting civil liberties in the face of law enforcement and intelligence abuses. Well, I hear it. The past six hands of the future to the now, right now. We're doing the right now. Let's get these folks together and uh, and make this magic happen. I'm down. And we can, we'll can work on some questions. We'll get some of uh, free-willing conversation. It's how they feel. Because I imagine the others mostly consider themselves to be progressives, consider themselves to be the left, to the left of Nancy Pelosi. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. One of them in particular is trying to ride Bernie's wake and the other one is positioning himself as a young person. And as much as I appreciate, again, each of their voices, and I do think that they're, uh, you know, I respect both of their voices and I particularly on the many issues where we align. The difference between us is that I have 15 years of experience fighting for these issues. Let's do it, brother. In San Francisco and in Washington. And I, I really want to see somebody displace Pelosi. And the only reason I'm running, quite frankly, is we need someone who can win this race. And I'm pretty confident that well, none I, of the other alternatives I can. I can feel your enthusiasm <laughs> and how much you're into it. So let's get together uh, off camera. Maybe you, you and Laura, you're, you're, what's, what's her role in your life? Laura is the field manager for our campaign. Coming out of the Veterans for Bernie camp, she was a super vol on Bernie Sanders' 2016 presidential campaign. She right. teaches school uh, in South San Francisco. She's, I, just, I just met her, took a walk with her. She brought me home after the Democratic Socialist meeting, and I'll justify, she's an amazing person, and you're lucky to have her as your field manager. I want the two of you to come over, and, uh, we'll, and this will be our theme, is to discuss and maybe you can come too, uh, Val. If you don't have, but anyway, how we can put this together? We'll get to we'll get to phone numbers. It's it's moving. It's we'll <laughs> the numbers. train is moving. That's well, right. Well, that's what I believe. Let's hop aboard. We'll get the phone numbers or addresses of the email of these other candidates, mm-hmm. and say we're going to have a, a forum right here at Mutiny Radio on a Friday afternoon. Well, let's do it. I'm so down. This is an important service to the community. I think San Francisco really needs to have a debate around these issues. The incumbent, Nancy Pelosi, hasn't debated anybody since 1987. Well, she, I saw her. I saw her. There's some pictures uh, on, on Facebook of her backstage at the march, the last march. 
and she really should, but Nancy, you should retire. It's really, if you should retire, what the heck? I mean, she's a retirement age and she seems that way, you know? Well, she, yeah, I mean, ahead, it's also kind of like we were talking about last time, which is the fact that doesn't matter what party you're in. If you've been in Congress for 30 years, you're fully embedded with the two-party system and the system of you know money going, basically having two jobs, being a, a representative and also running a campaign and being a fundraiser. So um, you know the the compromises or the give and take um, that she's been a part of over the past 30 years. You know she she is an establishment politician, and I think we're coming into a new era new where era. where we're kind of breaking through. You know like you know, cracks coming up, you know, grass coming up to the cracks of the sidewalks kind of thing. It's being like, okay, we got a new, new kind of playing field that we're looking for, for the future, because the systems that have been, you know, have been around for so long are no longer really serving. I think that's exactly right. And, And you see it in this context of like, you know, a significant portion of this district literally has not been alive during an era when the incumbent was willing to show up in public and answer people's questions, well, which is preposterous. And, uh, and right now, San Francisco is the bluest of the blue and the bluest state and the bluest state and, uh, and, and the bluest state. So it's time for a new generation to emerge. That's you. And uh, what's uh, Gillette, what, what she's uh, because of the seniority system, she must play a role. In the, what committees is she on? Is she a chair of any of the committees? As the House Minority Leader, she effectively is oh, like she, a super committee chair. Right. So she's uh-huh. the leader of the Democrats in the House. Right. And in that context, <clears throat> you can lay at her feet more or less anything that Congress does with Democratic support, including passing the federal budget with no protections for immigrants, including passing an extension and expansion of mass surveillance powers available to this criminally kleptocratic administration. So let's bring, the, let's, bring the, let's bring these folks together right here, and we get the word out in various ways, and this, we have enough room for some people. Yeah, we, and- could, we could do it. If we have to pass a, if pass a microphone, we will. It, it, we can definitely make this happen here at Mutiny Radio. And I just to let people know, so Shahid is running for U.S. Congress, shahidforchange.us. Um, so you were, you were referencing some of your experience over the past 15 years or so. Tell us more about that experience. Uh, maybe I'll just give you a highlight, okay. a, a particular moment. In 2015, in the spring, I uh, uh, was writing a story about NSA spying. This is a a little bit after the Snowden leaks. And I was particularly covering a hearing in John McCain's committee, the Senate Armed Services Committee, at which James Clapper, Obama's director of national intelligence, was speaking. And there was this moment two years before when Clapper basically had lied to Congress about the extent of mass surveillance. Um, He later admitted that his first answer was too cute by half. And mind you, this is... Too cute by half? Too cute by half were his words. But let's just be clear. This is a senior executive official testifying under oath about an issue of grave constitutional importance and global controversy. And a too cute by half answer is a lie, period. And I asked him, how did you evade a prosecution for perjury when Eric Garner, when I asked the question just a few months before, just got killed in the street in New York on the suspicion of just selling cigarettes without a license? Nobody charged him. But he died without a trial, and no one even charged you for a crime of magnificently larger proportions that was documented on the public record, and I was arrested for asking the question. Uh, And when John McCain had me arrested, uh, the video went somewhat viral. Um, 
uh, Ai Weiwei, the Chinese dissident artist, started following me on Twitter. That was sort of my uh, my highlight of the oh, uh, entire experience. And at the end of the day, one of the things that affirmed for me was that you really... Uh, on the one hand, Congress is failing to do its job of conducting effective oversight. On the other hand, people have attempted to perform that role. And at the end of the day, independent voices in the oversight process are criminalized. Mine was, just as a you know, would-be journalist trying to ask a question of an executive to quote in an article, uh, and in other contexts, I particularly think of whistleblowers. You know, one, of, one of my uh, supporters who's endorsed me, Art Brennan, was a State Department whistleblower. He was a state court judge in New Hampshire before he went to Iraq to basically investigate the Iraq Reconstruction Fund on the State Department's behalf, and he documents billions of dollars missing. Um, and, you know, as someone who saw firsthand the fraud, waste, and abuse that I dare say pervades the Defense Department budget, you know, he, he's been in a really strong position to affirm this idea that we have the money for Medicare for all. We have the money for affordable housing. We have the money for student debt relief. We have the money to put a roof over every veteran's head. And it's not that we don't have this money. It's it's that the Pentagon misspends it, particularly on corporate weapons contracts. And they'll be getting more. They, they misspend it because they, they're, they're hand in glove with these, uh, uh, aren't they hand in glove with these weapons uh, makers? who have their lobbyists, but lobbyists are doing connections behind the scenes with these folks. We now have a budget coming up, which is how many billions of dollars more is going to the Pentagon? I think it's $800 billion this year if you add in the costs of the wars. $800 billion. Which is kind of, which to most people is completely unfathomable. Unfathomable. Like, just even that amount of money is unfathomable. But the fact that if we have that much money to put towards military and like, and not towards education or healthcare, and people are going into debt and to bankruptcy for just trying to like be educated and, and live uh, is really, uh, well, I'll use the word deplorable. <laughs> well not, said. Not that I was, you know, into the big, you know, Hillary campaign so much, but it was a good. Have, it was a good word to use. Deplorables. The bunch of deplorables. The people in power. What are we going to do? Well, one thing we can do is give you a hand. Uh, we're going to have this. Uh, the, we're going to make sure. I took your hand. I give you a hand. I took your hand. Give me a hand. Uh, we're going to have a... Uh, Don't think of it as giving me a hand. Just think of it as shining a spotlight on the issues, right? Okay, I, mean, well, I want to think about getting you a hand. I want to well, talk about we'll talk about that too. Well, yeah. I believe in what you're doing. I can see your style and it's pretty cool. But let's go to a little bit of nitty-gritty. There's right. going to be an election in, uh, in June. There will be a mayor's election. Also an election for Nancy Pelosi's seat. Uh, there'll be a bunch of uh, bunch of probably interesting propositions. Is that right? Yeah. What comes to mind? Well, so the, the proposition about tasers particularly comes to mind. It's one tasers. I'm concerned about. People should realize that tasers will be in the hands of the San Francisco Police Department regardless of what passes with this measure. Right. The reason to oppose this measure is because it will deny civilian oversight of the SFPD. The taser measure was put on the ballot by the police union basically responding to the police commission implementing a new use of force policy last year and we just we must not fall for it you know the, it, they they're dressing up their measure in tasers you know presuming or trying to so present a less no. lethal well, face well we have this time to put the word out we have this time for hopefully a, a group like the League, the League of Pissed Off Voters. They're, uh, yeah, they endorse me. And their support will be ah, very League. important to you. Nice. Yeah, the League endorsed yeah. me, and they also take that same position on they that They have measure. endorsed you? They have. 
Well, that's very, that's the most important endorsement for you. I anyway. appreciate that. Yeah, <laughs> and, and the Progressive Democrats of America. Okay, well, I'm sorry. Fantastic. And off voters. Last week, they're the they're the they're the, they're the like the workers. They work the campaigns. They work for they 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 are an important voice, and they also have the money to put out their their uh, voter guides because voter guides, which is essentially a um, uh, a coalition of people people on issues to present to the people and they've endorsed you well that's good and and last week Dave uh, last week on Women's Magazine I ran through all of the local San Francisco propositions I went to I think it was the Young Democrats Club they had an event where they invited some of the folks who were representing the propositions on the ballot to come and talk Um, so there are 10 local San Francisco ballot measures including Prop H about um, the taser issue um, and then I think six statewide propositions in June so we need to go we need to go we need, we need to get that help get that uh, the pissed off voter voters guide out because that probably is, is as close to uh, the progressive view the press progressive view as it can be do you agree uh, I do generally. I, I have some concerns. I, I wasn't, I'll be honest, terribly impressed with their process. Uh, but uh, well, I know the I know the process. I'm but, glad they're around, and I'm excited but it to came, but you be endorsed. Came out to be endorsed, right? Yeah. I went. I've been to the endorsement meeting. I know what happens. I just shake my head. It's a. It's an in group, who an in group who puts this together in a way and presents this in a, as a different kind of process, but in fact it's an in-group, but they are progressive progressive workers who make the choices. Am I right so Absolutely, far? yeah. No, these are so activists uh, committed so to the I community. I to say to you, because we're going to move on soon. We have a lot of people out here, and nobody goes away mad, and nobody goes away sad. <laughs> here at Midnight Radio, on our Common Thread Collective, everybody goes away glad, able to do what they came to do. Right on, so brother. what I say, want to say to you is, uh, let's get together off camera and talk about uh, uh, getting this uh, this forum together from for May. What? And also, I I see. I think what you need really to get out. You have the endorsement. You have the thing. You certainly have the uh, have your mind on the issues. Once you get started, you hardly stop. You get it down there. You know the idea. And the devil, you know, is the details. And you got the details. But I can see you having to go to going doing going having a table, and with your with your with the voter's guide, you're on it. And uh, and some of your own stuff, and being like on Mission Street, maybe you can be in front of Adobe Bookstore and so on, and actually meet the people. That's a good step for you. You got your, you got the program, you got the ideas, you got the platform. So let's get it out there. Word up. Let's That's do it, Dave. Okay. I'm so excited for your support. Thank you, brother. So you're gonna come by, and we're gonna talk about. We'll get into the details. I look so forward to it. Great to see you, Val, as always. Yeah, you too. Peace, so, y'all. Hold it down on the airwaves. Shahidforchange.us. So uh, speaking of NSA oversight, I wrote a poem uh, in November when I went to go see Edward Snowden. So the, he was speaking. You went to go see well, Edward Snowden? Well, I, not, not personally, but I went to the uh, the Curran Theater, oh, okay, and he yeah. was being, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like uh, zoomed simulcast, in. Right, yeah, simulcast. Right. Yeah, yeah. Zoomed, you got zoomed of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, simulcast. Yeah, simulcast. Yeah, he was being, I, I know. I want to hear vowels. Yeah, Shahid's been at Poems Under the Dome. So I wrote this poem after being in a witness to the Edward Snowden event at the Curran Theater. Uh, it was a conversation with uh, the host of Forum on KQED. Anyhow, so it is called Your Truth is Out There. A little bit of blue skies and tears well up in Edward Snowden's eyes. 
Two standing O's from San Francisco, supporting our truth-telling compatriot who's been demonized by the very government he worked for and carefully exposed as violating privacy in telecom-complicit dragnets of data. Your phone records and three degrees of friends. That was 2013, and it hasn't ended. He blew the whistle and his own cover, discovering the unconstitutional overreach of an adolescent application of new technology mm. wielded by novice agencies hungry for power. Wow. Like, an ambitious like ambitious apprentices making a million sweeps while the masses rest and play, getting flooded by overflowing fountains of alleged fact-finding found, in fact, to have never netted <laughs> any plots against the people. Even the precarious deal of trading liberty for security has failed. Yet, we are still susceptible to the inside job of a virtual home invasion of all of your information. Get it, sister. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Tear it up. Yeah, we got it. It's the exposure. It's like, bring, like you said, like, shed, like a spotlight on things. Like we're bringing the light to these dark corners and saying... You know, we don't, like Bob Marley said, we don't need no more trouble. <laughs> I love that line, adolescent applications. That was a super great nugget there. Yeah. Well, right on, Shahid. Thanks for coming back. And again, of course, you're welcome anytime. And we'll get we'll get it together to uh, find a day and that uh, some of the other folks who are running for U.S. Congress against Nancy Pelosi, including yourself, uh, can come in and we can have a, either debate forum We'll, we'll figure out what kind of format we want to do uh, right here from the Mission District at Mutiny Radio. I and I know they're thinking the same things. Uh, when are we going to get together? I'd like to know the, uh, how many of them do you know personally? Have you had, uh, I've met all of them. And, and to be honest, knowing are two different things. Uh, I've, I've gotten to know some of them. I, I wouldn't say I know them very closely, but I've, I've heard them speak, and I, I think I understand some of what their campaign's about. And I, for what it's worth, I, I hope that they are willing to meet in public and exchange views. I would not be confident that they are, only because I think it will not necessarily prove to their advantage. But I, I, I hope that well, they will. That's you, that's, oh, we can't go up with this. He's a, he's a wow. He, he got to go. Do you have any poem? Do you have a poem to leave with? You and I know each other as poets primarily. We do. Know. In fact, it was uh, at the open mic that you used to host at the Brainwash in Soma. That's a back in That's where it all started. Two thousand three. That me and three wow. other poets grew inspired to basically start doing roving street anti-war poetry actions, and it was at first at twenty fourth yeah. admission, then at sixteenth admission that we set up what we basically thought was going to be a training ground. And while the street roving poetry actions died off, the training ground stuck. It's That's whatever, what 15 are. years later, and it's still going on oh, every strong. week. It's amazing. It was, uh, thanks to uh, uh, Charlie Getter and a few others who came together, who I think you know. Yeah, Brandon. Came out of the brainwash. Brandon, Brandon Loberg. Yeah. Brandon was connected to the Beat Museum, and Charlie Getter... It's going, we're going to be doing it. And Poems Under the Dome. Poems Under the Dome the is happening. Yes, I can't uh, wait. The 10th, I hope you come. We have another uh, with Charlie Gutter is doing at the Beat Museum. And we're going to pick uh, seven seven people out of the hat. We're not going to do it all the Seven people out of the hat, and they're going to be the poets. So there's going to be much more time for people to have their names picked up out of the hat. Because so many people come, hundreds of people. When I first had that vision on, uh, on uh, up there in Alamo Park, looking down at the gilded, gold, newly gold-gilded City Hall, had a vision and said, what a great place for an open mic. It could be the mother of all open mics. Let's call it Poems Under the Dome. And I ran down and said, uh, 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 he was Peskin. Supervisor Peskin. 
Oh, is Peskin who approved it? That's yeah, awesome. Well, he okay. was. Uh, he said, "Let's do it." He was uh, head president of the, board of, the, of the board then. Let's do it, he said, because we had connections with North Beach, because the beats and the beat poets in North Beach. My only regret is that it wasn't Mac Gonzalez who was the one to open the door for you, but well, they're, they're both great. Gonzalez was definitely part of it down the line. Gonzalez and Peskin. Because it's more his style. I mean, Mac Gonzalez is the supervisor well, he was, he artist, right? Renaissance man. Yeah. And then Avalos, they would come and VP do the first poem. That's Green Party. And um, so there we are. So I hope to see you on the, the 13th or at least on the 19th. And that'd be a good place to come. Count on it. Do you want a song on my way out? I'm happy to give you a song. I love you. Yeah, yeah. Right, so Do it. This is uh, an ode to military families that I've been singing for entirely too long. Mm. Graduated from high school. Wanted not to be abused A tool I needed money To get me my piece of paper Signed up for the money man's military capers Surprised to find myself on a transport boat Shipped across the wide blue Atlantic moats You know the rest of the tale she wrote Maybe then again you don't see I've been shooting at brown people in the sand Giving Halliburton and back tell a hand on what principles will we take a stand? I am a patriot devoted to the land. I got off a boat in a base in Basra. Saw people everywhere running around. Lost and found a colonial country once again beaten down. Been off in my convoy in my Humvee every 20 seconds. Dodging RPGs Paying elevated fees To contractees All's the pills they got Can't stop the shaking in my knees Since we've been shooting at brown people In the sand Giving Halliburton and back Tell a hand on what Principles will we take a stand I am a patriot Devoted to the land So I was driving up north In the Sunni Triangle Feeling pride in my flag starry spangled and suddenly I found myself in metal tangled from my hip what used to be my flag dangles my body's in the driver's seat his body's incomplete where he sat before now sits a piece of meat the flag on his coffin folded nice and neat but in the winter time his widow won't get enough heat cause we've been shooting at brown people in the sand Giving Halliburton and back tell a hand on what principles will we take a stand? I am a matriarch devoted to the planet. Wow. Yeah. That says it all about that fucking war. Great to see you guys. Be, be the singing candidate. That's right. <laughs> senior, if you want the, that voice in Congress, vote for Shahid. Yeah, you're, you have it covered. I'm sure you could do a whole series, you could do a whole record, as we used to call it, as you look at the various issues and, and express it in song. And you won't be beat. The more songs you sing and on the public stage, the, 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 your, 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 the, your votes are going to go up and up. You'll be some of that. Because not best. only is it good to have the, you have the, uh, 
you have the right positions and almost everything. It's certainly close to mine and close to what we do. Very close. But it's good to make it interesting, entertaining, and get people dancing and tapping their foot. If there, if we will be anything else, interesting is the the one thing I can certainly promise to be. <laughs> right on. Well, thanks. And... Uh, we're connected. I'll, I'll talk to you off stage, and we'll get together and kick it around. Thanks, Put some music on. We love uh, Yeah, we were yeah, talking about Woody good. Guthrie. So. Uh, well, you got some Guthrie. Yeah, Deportees. And thanks, Alessandra, for oh, playing good. playing her own version of Woody Guthrie earlier. The crops are all in. The peaches are ruddy. The oranges are piled in their creosote dumps. They're flying you back to the Mexico border Pay all your money to raise back again Goodbye to my one, goodbye to All the money he made in his life My brothers and sisters They worked in your orchards Rode the big trucks Till they lay down and died Goodbye to my one Goodbye Rosalita Adios mis amigos Jesus Maria You won't have a name Skyplane caught fire over Los Gatos Canyon A fireball, a lightning that shook all our hills Who are all these friends who are falling like dry leaves The radio said they're just deportees Goodbye to my one, goodbye Rosalita Adios mis amigos, Jesus That's all I can remember.
Common Thread Collectives happening live here at Mutiny Radio 21st in Florida. And uh, yeah, we're having a good time here today, Dave. But, uh, we have Al. Uh, no, I was sitting next to us. I like to outfit. He's talking about beatniks. I got a new He's friend. Always, I introduced myself to her. I believe, uh, well, I remember how I said, I said, I like your style, I said. And I introduced myself as an old beatnik dude, didn't I? Something like that. That's what? right, that's right. I was walking down the street and you said, I seal your energy across that's the right. sidewalk. And something told me that I needed to connect with you, and we had such an amazing moment together that here I am with my most beatnik outfit. Oh, it looks really good. <laughs> so <laughs> excited to be here. Oh, okay. good. Well, welcome to uh, welcome, welcome. to uh, Mutiny Radio. We're here, Janelle. Every, right? That's right, Janelle Gates. Janelle Gates. And we're here every uh, every Friday at three to six. So let's connect, because I see that I see uh, by your, I see by your Facebook uh, you put that our connections by poetry. And our interaction is on Facebook. It was seen by many, many people. And I see by I see by your uh, your Facebook page that you're interested in some projects. Uh, why don't you talk a bit about what you what you what you what you what you'd like to see happen, and then we can talk about how we can uh, connect as fellow human beings. So, amen, uh, amen. Listen, and uh, a sister amen. leg, you say, a woman, a woman. A man and a woman. I love thank it. Thank God and thank Goddess. And today, by the way, is Friday. And of course, Friday, the names, of, you know, the names of the days are named after the Norse gods. Odin, Wednesday is Odin's day, Odin Wednesday. Thursday is Thursday, and Friday is the God's day. So, so on this day, it's the Goddess day. So don't say, thank God it's Friday. Thank God, say, thank God it's Freya's day, because it's Freya's day. <laughs> I and, love that. And also, I like to say Shabbat Shalom. Because I'm a non-practicing Jew, but I am a Jew. But go ahead and tell your, tell your story. I just, I'm well, I first of all, I have to tell you, I've been on a lot of, um, I've had the pleasure of being in different interviews in the media, and I was the most excited for this. And the reason is a couple things. One is the Beats, your friends, your generation, really helped to kick my life into high gear 20 years ago. When I started, when I was reading On the Road and Dharma Bums, that's what set me off around the country and the world exploring and it was thanks to you guys that I've made film and television, that I've worked on youth empowerment all over the country, and that I've done my own philosophical exploration that's led me, common thread, to this moment when I met you, because I'm working on a show called Frequency, and Frequency is essentially like free this. Conceive. Free conceive. Free F-R-E conceive. That's right, that's right. Free it. with two E's, Frequency. I got that. I said, wow, that's a great idea. That's an original. We'll talk about Frequency a bit. Well, just go on as you're doing, spontaneously, because that's a, you're right. I'm kind of the last of that old beatnik generation. I knew I knew uh, Kerouac and Cassidy up there on uh, our, our Hate Street was Grant Avenue in North Beach. From the Vesuvios, St. Uh, Lights Books, and then up Grand Avenue to the various places where we hung out. The place and the coexistence bagel shop. That was, that was the 50s. So go ahead, this is the odds right well, now. And, and, and most people don't realize that the beats set the path for the hippies. Like there wouldn't be hippies well, without I, the beats. I would say we opened the door to the hippies, and so I'm one third hippie, one third, I say one third beatnik, one third hippie, and one third punk as fuck. <laughs> Because I was totally involved with that too. That's another story. Well, as MC, saying as, as MC, Diamond Day, once you get up and introduce us, we're setting up. And I'd say something like, and this will uh, fits for the occasion. So I'd say, so few words. Blind see, deaf hear, lame walk, dumb speak, d- 
dead rise. Here they are, the dicks. And then they'd be ready and they'd kick off, kick off. <laughs> That's what I do. Nice stuff, nice stuff. So, you know, if it wasn't, you know, when you think back to this time, um, even the beats were being influenced by the jazz musicians, right? Oh, you were hanging oh, yeah. with Mingus and Monk, and people don't often realize that if it wasn't for whites, Jews, and blacks hanging together, making art together, that and we wouldn't have... Smoking weed together. <laughs> smoking... We were the first group of, uh, by and large, white people smoking something which had been a secret to uh, a secret or at least ignored all that terrible stuff, that demon, uh, demon weed. But with uh, black and brown people, that's what got them through in many ways. So we were the first group, knowing that, with our philosophy, with our looking around, being freewheeling, freestyling, and free-flowing, looked to it, and we're gonna smoke the good weed. I turned Bob Dylan on, he turned the Beatles on, and there you go. That's right. Opening up our minds, because that's what it is. It's too strong now, that's a whole different issue for me. But by that day, it was just enough to open your mind and and, and set another course. And we, we'd have to ask Paul McCartney, but I'm pretty sure if they uh, if uh, Dylan hadn't passed that along, maybe we wouldn't have half the music they've written. Right? Well, I know. Uh, that's one of the fa- my favorite connections with Diamond Dave. I'm like, so that means I'm like three degrees away from the Beatles? <laughs> <laughs> well, what I hear is, that, uh, that uh, John Lennon definitely awesome. liked it. <laughs> Truly. Was, uh, he thought that he thought when uh, when he got that call, that call says uh, the Beatles are in town. They're at this hotel. They really want to meet you, to Dylan, uh, from the manager or somebody. And so he assumed that uh, they, that they, well, they wanted to meet him because they want to get stoned. So he rolled a couple of joints <laughs> and brought what else? They couldn't bring along. Tis the season, right? Some terrible. Uh, so he rolled some. Sign of the in, He went through all these. <laughs> Doors and so on. Finally, he's in. He's in the in the uh, in the room itself with John Lennon, and Paul McCarthy, and all sitting there. And he rolls. And lights run up. And lights two up and passes each way. <laughs> and what I hear is John Lennon was really got into. He really got. He'd been waiting for it. But Paul <laughs> McCarthy didn't know what to do. And I'm not sure whether he really puffed. He might have puffed, but we don't know whether Paul McC- whether McCartney inhaled. But we know that John Lennon did. <laughs> And the important facts on life. That's right. <laughs> you know, but I I learned so much from this oral history. You know, I, I call fe- it I call it history. The- history, reading the books and the books. History, her story comes out of the women's movement of the, of the 70s. We have a story too, her story. And but what, what I do is history. It's those kind of connections, like being able to say John Lennon took a deep, uh, deep red choke, uh, but Paul McCartney was a little scared of it. <laughs> uh, like, uh, but you know, even even beyond, you know, we tend to think about the drugs and the sex, but the music, the intellectual curiosities that came of it. And so that's actually what I've been working on lately. Because when I travel around the country and I've been dealing with media industry, um, different businesses, I see that we've grown so disconnected from truth at the local level. When that you need radio shows like this that tell you what's really going down and have real conversations with people so that the magic can happen, so co-creation can happen. Welcome. Thank you. Co-creation is a good word. We say we're, we're a voice of, and co-creation is a good word. It's true. I mean, there have been, you know, our, our doors are open as are our minds, hearts, and microphones. And I, I, there have been people who've come in and, um, you know, Either they're already musicians and they they sing a song and they meet somebody here and then two weeks later they come back like together and they've formed a band and they have three brand new songs. Or our friend Winsong, she she found a bass guitar on the street one day 
came in here the next day was like, oh, I'm just kind of trying this out. And then she actually got some pretty nice sounds out of it. And then a couple weeks later, she brought a friend. And like a couple weeks later, there was another friend and they had formed this band. So like, it's definitely like a creative garden here on the Common Thread Collective. And, and, they're, uh, and they're, they're our house band are called Trio Cambio. In fact, maybe we could find them and do yeah, it as a segue. We'll Trio Cambio, you can find them on YouTube. Three women really putting forth that very message we're talking about. I want you to meet them. In fact, there's a lot of people I'd like to meet. Welcome aboard, sister. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Because we got work to do, which is play to we got work to do, and we have play to do. So tell us about your frequency. See how we can relate. Well, you know, this, okay, so this little garden that you were just talking about is really awesome. But what if we connected all of the gardens across the state and country? I estimate that perhaps then we would have a critical mask, and if not a critical mask, at least be a really um, present population that would demand attention, demand servicing, so that no longer are we disconnected, right? So that no longer do we check on to the White House news and think, read like the e-channel and feel like every day is a situation room, but really realize and tune into the badass goodness on every street and transmit that from community to community. So that's wow. why we shot an original series in an airstream, independent, off the power grid, and sat down with cool communities across the state and just to find out how people broke out of the status quo to discover their authentic voice and live freer, more meaningful lives. And when they do that, you cause ripples in your community that raise frequency, just like this little garden called Mutiny Radio. And wow, no, uh, frequency, awesome. Frequency, awesome. And so there's no accident that you and I, uh, you and I connected. And here, here we are, thanks for coming in. And I wonder how, so how this, we're on every Friday, three to six. The door is open, see the folks out there, there's always new folks coming in. Oh, uh, have, in fact, the sisters has come in, I believe that's, uh, she's a Brazilian poet. And, and poets, uh, a Brazilian poet, we welcome everybody. Internationally and locally and connectedly, and everybody's doing how we can, how I'm looking at you, you look at me, and it's about doing more together than either of us can do on our own. And as the poet said, today is the first day of the rest of our life. I love that. And and on the final thought, it's so cool no to be in... <laughs> One thing will lead to another for the rest of eternity. Go ahead. Um, you know, being in San Francisco is so cool, but as things advance, money comes in, technology develops. I really hope that all of these leaders can think about how to support and create space for diversity for art so that, you know, if tomorrow Elon Musk takes us to Mars and we met a Martian, what will we show him we did? Mm. And, and when we show them what we did, I'm pretty sure we didn't have much to do with what's on TV and social media right now. I can just give another joint. So how, how, Mr. Man. how are, <laughs> Diamond Dave's going to get the first alien high. <laughs> to, I, th I think an oh, alien high is a good way to go. Uh, well, well, <laughs> well, our common thread. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was like Bob Dylan. He said, hey, <laughs> and we get the Martian and the Beatles would be connected. And the book of what he got there, I mentioned it, that he read, which, I should, which is it's, it's autobiography. The circle will be it's complete. Uh, what is it? Bound for Glory? Bound for Glory. Woody Guthrie's? This train is for the gospel too. This train is bound for glory. You can probably find out. This train is bound for glory, this train. And, and it's about riding freight trains around the country. It's about playing in picket lines, in hobo camps, in cheap dives with his friend uh, Cisco Houston. And has a lot of songs in it. And Bob Dylan sat down, Bob, 
And I would go, Bob, sat down, and I got up, I got up in the morning, and he's still reading. Because you can tell, like, because I had a lot of his songs in it, and he, uh, and when I came out to go to make some coffee, like I did, he said, listen to this. And he played his first Guthrie song, and it was, I wonder if he could find it. It's a song, uh, it's the, um, it's a it's a song based on where Guthrie said he wrote it, where people could see the movie, uh, could could see the movie and couldn't read the book. It's called um, Tom Jones. It's the whole story of Grapes of Wrath. It's told by by John Steinbeck's uh, uh, Grapes of Wrath. It's about sixteen verses. It's Graham Thompson's Grapes of Wrath. It's told by Woody Guthrie, sung by Woody Guthrie, and sung for me by Bob Dylan way back there in 1961, and I never forgot. Yeah, that. So, so it'd be nice to find that. It's called Tom Joad by Woody Guthrie. I wonder if we have. We just played a Guthrie song. We did. We did. I, I want to know how yeah, we can. So Janelle's here to talk about frequency. Frequency. F R E E. Frequency. So uh, it's a it's a video project uh, series. So how and it's com- forthcoming, right? So how will far? people be able to tune in? So we, you know, it started as an original series. It's now developed into a tech platform because we say, you know, there's all this advancement of technology. Well, why not scale things that are good for us? Why not scale positivity? And why not scale the gardens in our world, right? <laughs> so we're, uh, we're here in San Francisco working with technologists to co-create, heading to Los Angeles to meet with network executives who try to convince them to change the game and allow positivity and humanity to come forward. Um, and if that doesn't work out, that's all right. We're going we're gonna to release it independently. We're soon we'll be sharing more of the story behind the scenes. But you could go on to Instagram. Um, we haven't really published it yet, but it's there. Frequency with two E's media. Frequency media. Frequency media. That's that's cool. So how many how many folks are part of this uh, project? Oh, well, I love that you said that because this thing has been like riffing on some serious energy. Um, what actually happened was the chairman, a friend of ours from iHeartRadio, in passing, suggested I have a radio show, and I was like, "Me a radio show?" He'd see me, you know, do stuff in the media for a documentary I've done, and in the process, I was like, "What is worth my time?" the airwaves or anyone's time and it was like that man I've gotten such an inside look at the business of negativity and yet when I go across the country and the world I see badass cool great stuff happening everywhere the majority of people just want to do good be happy co-create that's it it's that simple and so the minute that that project came to the fold within I mean, I think in less than a month, co-creators from San Francisco, a purpose-driven agency from New York, people in Miami, LA, came into the fold. And then we're, uh, we're about to shoot a little teaser. And I was like, man, you know, I'd really love an Airstream. A week and a half later, we end up working with Go Silver that's, uh, that's uh, here in California. And we shot an entire series in three weeks, 100 participants, 1,500 miles, 11 cities, and everyone was just like, yes, we need this. And from that, it's just kept snowballing, man. The energies just kept rising. Everything from, you know, a bit of a who's who of people. It's been really neat, man. I just feel like I'm just a conduit and, and riffing off of the co-creation of everyone coming to the fold. So these are a bunch of folks in an airstream, like those, like those cool motorhomes that look like a silver bullet bus, That's right. Right? That's right? Going across the country, and so all, all these different participants. You talked about like hundred different people. So what did you do when you got to all these different cities? 
you know, similar to this, we sat down, we riffed, you know, the people doing really interesting things. Why are you doing what you're doing? How do you get to do this? You know, what's going on around here? And it was, you know, something so simple as an intention, you know, kind of makes me think of like Burning Man. I almost feel like the intentions really ripple into such a massive event today, but it's a simple intention to connect with a human and find out how they do what they do. And in the process, that's really just created you know, we were everywhere from the mountains in Yosemite to on the beach of Oce Oceano to the mountains of Santa Barbara. I mean, just beautiful. Oh, wow. um, and all edgy, cool, you know, every race, every cultural background, and people all feeling the same thing, which is they're really happy about what they're doing, but feeling like they're in an island within a nation. Separation. Mm -hmm. And so it, the minute that we said, no, there's other communities and other people, and what if we all started to represent a map and that map became an ecosystem, and that map became its own little universe. Yeah. People are like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> goodness. because then what they're doing down in Santa Barbara and what we're doing here at Mutiny Radio, it's like, hey, you should go up and check it out, and we go through and meet these people and do your thing and spread it out and, and make those connections. That's that's super cool. I'm, I'm really excited for this project, Frequency Media. Frequency. And this is the first day of the rest of our life, as I said. And hey, sister, count us in. Whatever the role we can play, whatever we can do, we got this time. Every Friday, 3 to 6. Every Friday, 3 to 6, we have this time. You're welcome to bring people by. You're welcome to participate. You're welcome to call in. Our, we're waiting for a call. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Thank for, you guys uh, so our, much. On the air nine, if you're somewhere else and want to bring somebody on, the number here is 55415. 550-0511 for the people out there. And to you, that's our on-the-air number. And here we be. And uh, as you see, and this, uh, we're totally done with it. Even though we hadn't heard about it until just now, we're, we're with it. And I'm sure that's, uh, we're not the only ones. Thank you so ways, much. In different places, in different houses. But luckily, here we be in San Francisco, the old Beatnik dude. And, and, and my, the great poet Val, my co-host, and we're open for we're open for everything, particularly the common thread, particularly for positively, particularly mm -hmm. for making things happen. Particularly, it's not just a chance for well, they do have a chance to play their music or say their words, but, uh, but everybody's welcome. And I see, I know there's a common thread. I see a common thread collective because we're all in it. Nobody's come in here yet with the door open. Who's been against that? They're all coming. They're all saying this in their own word, in their own way. Everybody mm -hmm. out there, stick around for a little while. You have a little time. Yeah, sure, sure. You got it. And by the way, thank you for being such a rock star, man. We need to spend more time listening to to rock stars like you, eighty, and rocking it. <laughs> yeah, that's reminding me. But the words I said is what? Repeat after me. I did you learn to love. Learn to love. Love to learn. Love to learn. This never ends. This never and ends. When I heard that, I started, just before I turned eighty, I think, oh, I'm an old man now. And I flash back to myself at twenty-five, thinking what it would be like to be eighty, and I think, oh, it's all over. I look at it, so now I understand. I, I get a lot of ageism. People repeat things like, uh, like uh, Solnik, when talks about uh, talks about what, what does she call it? Where people were explain where where men want to explain everything. Mansplaining. Mansplaining. Do you get like <laughs> well, like elders? Old splaining too. Old splaining. People don't think I get it. 
don't think I realize what's going on. But let me tell you, sister, just, I know I've, I fully appreciate what's going on and want to continue to keep my hand in as long as I have a hand, as long as I'm on the planet. I want to keep saying, let's go. It's true, Dave. You're you're sharp and and excited and excitable, and it, it is true. People kind of misunderstand because even like a few months ago, when uh, you had your little stint in in the hospital, and I came and visited you, and the people at the hospital were like, "I don't know what what I don't understand him, and why is he repeating what he's saying?" I'm like, "Oh no no, no that's Dave." Like. He repeats what he says because he wants to make a point. Like he's not going crazy. He's not losing his mind. He's not senile. He's totally sharp and with it. This is Dave. So um, we love you, Dave. Well, what happened? We're happy. We're, we're lucky to have you. I think you were there. Finally, nobody knew what to do. Uh-huh. Nobody would say. Uh, nobody knew. And people wouldn't understand. I, some, I was paid up rent. I had some place to go just because it was not their usual place. You know. They wouldn't let me. So finally, I had to fly the coop. <laughs> Remember? I, I remember. I, out, I waited for a change of nurses, and I checked it out. There's, there's, uh, we're on the ninth floor, a ward on the ninth floor. It said exit. And I went down the exit door. It was down eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, exit. <laughs> and it said, uh, they said there'll be an alarm heard to the whole hospital if you open this door. I said, I don't think so. I don't think so. Something told me there's no alarm. And I opened the door a bit, and there was no alarm. Whatever they thought, there was no alarm. I could just walk right out on the street. So I went back to wait for the time where all these nurses are changing shift. And I walked through as I used to. I was walking around. They got used to me doing that because there's nothing else to walk to do. And I said, what's the exit sign? And I went down, nine, eight, seven, six, four, three, two, one. And I'm out and I'm free. And I headed for where I could tell I'll be there, the Revolution Cafe. And there's, uh, were you there? Uh, no, oh, no. Oh, Gretchen was there. <laughs> and people were there to greet me. And I was free and out. I flew the coop. And I never heard a word. I got a note. Well, you've been, you've been discharged. Well, I discharged myself. Because <laughs> they had no, they, wouldn't, they didn't know what to do. There was nothing apparently wrong. There was, but they had to keep looking for something wrong. For a while, they claimed I had uh, TB. Because my a TB blood test was positive, but it's true. If you've ever had a TB test that's shown positive, ever exposed to TB, it will show that for the rest of your life. I had no TB, but I was. Uh, anyway. Well, your your foot loose and fancy free now. At the moment, but... I, well, my foot is hurting at the moment, but I am fancy free. You so are fancy sister, free. Thanks for coming through. Frequency. Frequency so media. Janelle Gates. Janelle. And crew. Thank you. Thank you. It's a really exciting project. I'm looking forward to seeing it and hearing more about it. And uh, yeah, getting involved in being a, being a, being a, being a spot on the map. The guy, the crew. The guy, the, the guy Emerson was on last week. Yeah, Emerson. What were they called? I don't recall. Well, Nebulous. Yeah. Nebulous. <laughs> All right. Well, you hear it here, folks. Things are changing. Positivity is real. It's happening. And here's a little song for your educational purposes. Street. 
starts now right now thank you steve earl and crew it's so happy it's such a good day to be here at common thread collective here at mutiny radio 21st and florida streets in the mission district a full house of friends and uh talent and positivity so here we are back in the studio sitting here with diamond dave and a new friend julia who is a poet from brazil right yeah. Nice. Where where in Brazil are you from? I'm from Porto Alegre. It's in the south, very south of Brazil. Porto Alegre. Is it where they had gatherings? The gatherings of people from all over the world came to Porto Alegre. From all over the world, they came to Porto Alegre for like a conference, for a gathering, for a get together to talk about where we go from here. Am I right? Did that start in Porto Alegre? Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, I haven't been in Porto Alegre for some years. Okay, because well, I've been living here, so. Google Porto Alegre. You'll see it right there. Mm-hmm. So you've been living here, and you become a poet. And uh, how did that happen? So it actually started when I was living in London. In London. Yeah, yeah. I started writing when I was in London, and London was very deep for me was an immersion in myself so i i got the gift of writing and i kept going with it an emergence well that's a good word Beautiful. in any language <laughs> that was by that I, t- I take it to mean where you found yourself yeah. where you found your place in the world and what it was that you'd like to um, uh, the sound of the drum the drum within in your heart and begin to discover poetry is that right yeah, yeah, that's right. Your heart opening up. See, what part? What kind? What, what part of London? What was you? What were you doing in London? Were you studying? Studying, yeah. But the, I think studying is an excuse, actually. It is. It's, <laughs> a, it's a great excuse. A great excuse for traveling the world and yeah. discovering yourself and studying life, right? Studying in a larger sense. Yeah. Yeah. Larger, finding a place where you haven't been, a place where you have a way to communicate through what, 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 what emerges as poetry, but before is, is learning conversation. 
And the words I use is, they came to me when I turned 80. When I turned 80 of these, learn to love, love to learn. Learn to love, love to learn, this never ends. Is that right? That's completely right. Yeah. And, once I, and I, once I heard that, inside my head, the, 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 the God is telling me, that spirit telling me that. But I was thinking, oh, I'm an old man now. Learn to love, love to learn, this never ends. And I said, no, I might be 80, but that's not, but I'm still a learning and loving human being. Learning to love and loving to learn. So it's not, so nice to, uh, to connect with you. Yeah, and so Julia, do you write poetry in Portuguese and in English, or uh, just Portuguese? No, I write poetry in English and in Portuguese. Yeah, that's just nice. Bilingual poet, to be, poetess. The poetry emerges in life. I know that too. That's what we do, and now this is what we do right here, going out to the world. So welcome, sister. Thank you. An amazing you. human being we have here. <laughs> an amazing human being, I can tell. And so I'd love to hear some of your poetry, perhaps in English. This poems, this poem I made uh, for the International Women's Women's Day. So I'm gonna start it now. March eighth. Time for women to reborn. But as far as I remember, women have been trying for a long time. We are in 2018, and if you feel offended, it's about you. Last weekend I was in a rave and a boyfriend told me that I had to behave, but I did, didn't know what to say. What do you mean when you say girl behave? We have to pretend that we don't want to have sex in the first date, otherwise we are considered easy. But we got so good at pretending that now we are faking orgasms and you believe it. You believe it and you send pictures of my best friends naked on your hands because you were a nice man and now I have to take her out of the class to show her the pictures that she can't even handle to see it. We grow up and you get smarter. Smarter than the smartphones on your hands during sex, but the abuse is not only during sex. After a day in work, my dad asks me, how was your day, darling? And I start crying and he hugs me and he doesn't know what to say because when a woman suffers sexism, you shut up and listen. Why is it so hard to see women working? I'm not joking. Stop interrupting me when I'm speaking. I'm not kidding. Stop telling me not to work more. Who is gonna sustain our child when the marriage doesn't work anymore? I'm only fertile in a month for seven days, but I have to take hormones every day. And you still think you have the right to refuse to use condoms and ask me to change my clothes. Who told you that my high heels and my short dress will make your dick shrink? You stop trying to prove your masculinity all the time because the more you do, the more we doubt about it. You keep saying about safety and protection, but who is making wars? Men killing other men and women and children. Our safety is matter now, like the women that lifted a wonton car off a trapped child. And you see a woman being hit on the street and you don't give a shit. The next time your woman wants to talk about the relationship, you listen because she's just trying to fix it before she gets hit by the man she loves. We are in 2018. And it's time for women to reborn. Wow. Yeah. What they say you come to the waterfront, the human front, who you are. This is this is uh, anyway. She's a Brazilian uh, to, to the to the bone. 
but yet you traveled around the world and brought that spirit. And learned where we've been in London, and now in San Francisco, and I could believe, and right now and right here, and I believe that you have the spirit with you to take you where you were supposed to be, and to pick that up, and to put put that powerful message, which is already growing, because that poem that you did has no end, has no end. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it has no end. <laughs> what you call an open-ended poem, as it begins to continue, but as we go within, and we live without. And this is what this sister was kind of talking about. Is that right? That's right. That's right. You you know actually when you were uh, when when I you know we connected Dave because you're having trouble walking and I had trouble walking myself and part of that was because I learned that a man that I loved had actually abused many women and that pain that I held in my body uh, when I found out that women in the Bay Area had suffered in that way hurt me so deeply that it literally caused swelling in my hips. And you're a dancer. That's right. And, and she's so, a poet. And so thank you for being part of the healing because we're not just connected in the pain, we're connected in the healing of each other and that's what's so beautiful. Thank oh. you for that. Yeah. And that's what you're here to do. That's why I'm so glad that you're here. And I want to say, just having heard that now, I'd like to say to you, and you'll be here for a while, that you're always welcome here. And in that poem, which is open-ended, well, I could hear it again anytime because of wow, 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 isn't it? It's like, it's, it's non-lineal. That's the word I'm looking for, non-lineal. Not that one, two, three, but around and about and back and your own personal life and a sexual life, but also the life of the world where they're killing people, people by and large killing one another. So we, I think we live in a time, I'm saying that to all three of you, that it's time for the women to step up. I, what I say is, goddesses galore, yeah. sisters glorious. That's goddesses galore, sisters glorious, because you are stepping up. Everywhere I look, I see this happening. And the fact that I'm still here with the three of you, and here's my brother, Jorge Molina, who's going to be doing, doing a, a blessing right here. And who, anyway. Wild warrior women. That's what the world needs to heal. Wild warrior women. Wild warrior women. women. It's the only blessing we get. In whatever way, standing up. God, I say, goddesses galore, sisters glorious. And you guys certainly fit the part. I'm so glad that I'm 80 years old that I can walk here and make that see this happen. Isn't no. this great? Won't happen anymore. Now here, this is Jorge Molina. He's from Peru. She's from Brazil. He's from, and he's going to. What do you got? He's going to give us a blessing. That's what he does to the four directions. Is that right? Because we have something called Poems Under the Dome coming up. I want you to be part of it. And this is going to be on the 19th of April in City Hall, Poems Under the Dome. And I want to, uh, I want to come and we'll tell you, tell you about all that, so on. This is bringing the poets. It's like an open mic in City Hall itself, down in the dome. Nice, City nice. Hall. So everybody, you guys are welcome. And Jorge gives a, as we go in, he does a four-direction blessing. He's, he's a proving guy, but he's in the Native American spirit here, the Lakota spirit. Why don't you go up there, Jorge? And he's going he's gonna, to, um, Give us all a blessing on the conversation. We'll continue. That's and right. And, and he and oh, he. You're so welcome. I took one look at you, and I knew that you fit the bill. That you're supposed to be here, and you saw me too. You said you didn't know what to expect. No, I was. You should have expected this. <laughs> free speaking, free flowing, yeah. spiritual, put it going, all of that, all at once. 
And Jorge's going to do a blessing not only for Poems of the Dome on the 19th, but he's here today because MAP, the Mission Arts and Performance Project, is tomorrow. And so um, the the Mission Arts and Performance Project, which is every other month, always has a theme. And this, this month's theme is Solidarity with Youth Worldwide Against Violence. And so um, the young women who are like definitely at the forefront of... of of the youth movement um, and the anti-violence movement and the one billion rising and all of that, I think, comes together Tony, right here. And I've done that. There's Jorge. Jorge. Hello, people around the world. Mi corazón es para ustedes, pueblo. Mon cœur c'est pour toi. Mon corazón es para povo. Para povo, porque povo é a parte muito importante da vida, a povo, o coração do povo, that means the heart of the people. I am here as a humble servant to the community. I'm an elder, thanks to Mother Nature. I am humble as I'm getting old, but as my brother David says, the body might get old, but the head is always working. We are the children of Orion. We are fed by the gray breast of the Milky Way mother. We are the mystery of the code given to our hearts by our ancestors. As my brother David said, we keep it going. It'll never end. No beginning, no end. No hay principio, no hay final. Porque la vida continúa y la vida es la lucha y la lucha continúa. I came here not empty-handed. I came here for an offering. I spoke on the phone with my brother Diamond Dave. And we've been in this conversation for just about 50-something years. 50 years, that's half a century. And my first remembrance in 1967 was, Brother, don't panic. Just keep it organic. No hay pánico. Siempre con lo orgánico. Porque la vida es un ritmo. Y el ritmo es la vida. The miracle of life. The magic that we are. The magnificence that we are. When you pay attention to the humane part of yourself. Must not lose touch with your heart. Never. Those critical analytical voices screaming inside of your head. Turn the volume down and let the intuitive voice be in the loudest part because your heart never lies. Remember those moments where you said, I got the feeling that something like this was going to happen, but I went the other way. So the mystery detour, the mystery detour, the mystery detour, magic is for free. Break on through, through the other side. Somebody said many moons ago. 
blue moons, purple moons, red moons, lovely moons. In the Inca language, Kiyamama, Kiyamama, Kiyamama. The moon dictates on the women code. The moon dictates on the tides. And the tides dictates on what's flowing through our veins. And our ancestors are the witness to our deeds. Let's make them proud. They're watching over us at every moment. Grandmother Creator is all merciful. It brings you blessings. Poems. It's the flow, the water, the ocean of thoughts. That's where poems, the waves, the ebb, the beautiful wind bringing us Four direction voices. Let's not forget that the West, compassion, understanding. The South, compassion, understanding. The East, compassion and understanding. The North, compassion and understanding. Because all of our human tribe needs those elements to survive. And the wild warrior women are the ones who are going to work the miracle. We, the men, who dictate through centuries, through millennia, we have to remember there was a time we had to listen to the wisdom of women to be able to survive. Let's not forget the nine months in the belly of a woman must have taught us something. So this is my prayer for you, for all of you who are part of a community. Omojira chamustange aya onjire Pombojira chamustange aya onjire Pombojira chamustange aya onjire Pombojira chamustange aya onjire Pombojira chamustange Pombojira chamustange, pombojira chamustange, pombojira chamustange, pombojira chamustange, aya ojire, pombojira chamustange, aya ojire. Peace on earth, peace on earth. No more guns in the hands of killers. No more drones killing innocent children. We staring like idiots are our contraptions. Missiles are flying and children are dying. So we pray for peace on the planet. We've been doing this for a long time. For a very long time. I want to thank 
my brother Diamond Dave, and all the people involved on this process, that we keep the word alive. We must never be quiet. And we must be loud because they're not listening over there. They're dictating laws. Because my skin is this color, I must behave in a certain fashion. Well, I forgot to wear my feathers, but my feathers are right here. And my love is for all of you. Please be real when it comes to your heart. Never lie to your heart. Otherwise, you get a whip. Take care of yourselves. Be kind to each other. We're good children. Pombojira is, I learned this in Bahia, Brazil, is a playful child from the age of seven to the age of 11. That cycle of life you must never forget. Whether it was painful or whatever happened at that particular point in your life, there was always that playful part of yourself. And Pombojira teaches us how to always be in touch with playing. That's what we say, play music. We're playing with music. That's our blessing. We're playing with words. We're word contortionists. That's what we are. Anyway, thank you very much for your attention and one brief announcement. <laughs> thank you. Tomorrow, tomorrow, amidst all the activity that happens in our beautiful little community of activism, it's MAP, Mission Arts Performance Project. I'm one of the curators with my brother David Kubrin, the poet, writer, and also work contortionist. Um, we are at 2754 Harrison, and you are all invited to that locality. There's many venues participating, and I'm not going to mention all of them because I don't want to offend anybody by omission. But we're called Pathos and Harrison, but the Mission Cultural Center and Artillery, et cetera, et cetera. There's all, everything is available if you happen to stare into your contraption. <laughs> and, and be warned, okay? Pay attention to one name. His name is George Carlo. George Carlo is a scientist who is warning us about the effects of the usage of our cell phones because that radiation is very serious and it's very real. I'm, I am on a crusade right now. I'm talking to children and I'm talking to adults. And the truth of the matter is, we have taken for granted and this part of modern living. But let's be cautious. Let's take our, care of ourselves that way. Muchísimas gracias. Mucho obrigado. Or it's like my friend says, down, bro. Thank you, Jorge Molina. What a special afternoon here at Mutiny Radio. Really special, this community that we have here that's always building and changing and the Common Thread Collective as we cast that wide net, find the common thread, let life flourish, and we don't panic. We keep it organic. And so uh, we've got about... Uh, another 15, 20 minutes left of the show today. So we're going to get everybody else who needs to come in and be a part of it, do what they came to do, to come do that now. And I'm going to play a little music in between uh, so we can uh, organize the scene. Peace. We're peaceful now and forever.
the core All the joy within my heart would be so free to soar And we're living on a living planet Circling a living star I don't know where we're going But I know we're going far We can change the universe By being who we are And we're living on a living planet Circling a living star and if all the world knew justice now and forevermore, justice at the surface and justice at the core, all the joy within my heart would be so free to soar and we're living on a living planet circling a living star i don't know where we're going but i know we're going far we can change the universe by being who we are and we're living on a living planet Circling a living star And if all the world knew freedom now And forevermore Freedom at the surface And freedom at the core all the joy within my heart would be so free to soar And we're living on a living planet Circling a living star I don't know where we're going But I know we're going far We can change the universe by being who we are And we're living on a living planet This is the Common Thread Collective. That was some music from Emma's Revolution off of their album Roots, Rock, and Revolution. Living Planet is their opening song on that album. It's beautiful. And so are you. And here we are with some more beautiful people at Mutiny Radio. We've got our poet and prose friends, Jack Millender and Rob with no last name. Hi, Jack. Hi. Uh, I just have this little uh, political rant. Uh, Oh, good. So far, Trump has decimated social programs, endowments for art and humanities, environmental protection agency. He has appointed as head of Department of Education a woman who wants to use taxpayer money to fund private religious and military schools. He has aggravated a paranoid North Korean regime to the brink of nuclear war. He has relieved the 1% of taxes and increased taxes on the poor and middle class. He has given billions to Saudi Arabia and increased the military budget by $80 billion. He has made the highest office in the land safe for racism, misogyny, and demagogy. He has colluded with Putin and the Russians 
to steal an election. He has threatened to reform, that is, privatizing steel, entitlements, Medicare, Social Security. What will happen to the citizens of this country, especially the millions of retired baby boomers, after this monster has been in power for four years? Yeah. He's been called a racist, a capitalist pig, a fascist, a devil, an evil incarnate another Hitler, and conservatives have deemed these characterizations excessive, but simple extrapolation from his accomplishments so far to what he can be predicted to do escalating such machinations for four years proves that these descriptions of this pig are, if anything, lenient. Regarding broadcast radio, many, many of the ads on the radio are directed toward the wealthy, at business owners, at stockholders, as though the vast majority of listeners, living paycheck to paycheck, their interests and fates were beneath notice. There are scads of ads for medications, many of which will, after a few years of rush to profit grubbing, be subject of class action suits because the nostrums weren't sufficiently researched before being marketed, and many of the ads for medications include a rapid-fire litany of horrible possible negative side effects to be dumped in every healthy radio listener's ears. Otherwise, there's a plethora of religious shows enjoining the listener to turn the other cheek, be docile sheep, etc., etc., and also countless sports shows des designed to distract the attention of the audience from the political diablerie of the current officeholders. There are also many right-wing news talk shows whose moderators bloviate incessantly about what a great leader Trump is and what sterling heroes all of the precinct-badged gunsels are, with little genuine populist egalitarian grassroots political commentary there is can be found only in the wee small hours of the night. Wow. Yeah, Jack. Thank you. Tell it like it is. I, I do have some positive, but I don't know. If yeah, it's running out of time, though, so let's okay. keep it. What we want to do is to bring Ellison, uh, uh, the library lady, to talk about MAP. Is that right? And then we'll, then yeah, we'll she's going to talk more about MAP. Yeah, we We've got, got lots of left. different events we could we could highlight. Uh, tomorrow at MAP is, a, is an early spot at the Little Spot Cafe on South Van Ness starting at noon. Uh, there's going to be some some I'm, stuff going on brother, there. Uh, do his thing, and then we'll turn off the rest of the, the uh, afternoon to map. Can we do that? Because I think everybody else has been taken. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. But I, I really like that. Thank you, Jack oh, Melander, amazing. for that political rant. Thanks, thanks for the opportunity. Anyway, they're all like that. It's always the way they are. But we're, as you can see, look around you. We're bringing together an alternative. Is that right? <laughs> we're working on it. Sure, we have our ups and downs. Sure, and we're not. Uh, but we're bringing that alternative... Uh, and that's what we're doing. So take it away, brother. In, uh, hello there. Hello, Dave. Welcome back. Uh, Val, in honor of your shining advocacy of poems under the dome, this is my contribution. This is called Weed. Yes. Not that. This story begins some 40,000 years ago. A timely, tragic tale of wonderment and woe. Excavating the extinction trail of the bones found in rocks shows global warming's just the nail sealing up life's death box. We started hunting, the megafauna soon gone, no more saber-tooth moa or mammoth mastodon. Whales, gorillas, rhinos did their best to hold on. Pachyderms and hippos going, going, gone. We are the weed. See how we breed, slash and burn greed apocalypse seed. 
Neanderthals, Denisovans, and hobbits we killed right quick. But we fucked them first. Ah, love, how poetic. Tramping boots trail stowaways to each corner of the globe. Behold bat and frog genocides from an invasive microbe. And what about the death of all the world's coral? Take a peek in the mirror if you would seek a moral. But will the plants survive? It's not just the truffula tree. Shall simmering segmentation sever all the green we see? Except for one weed. Feel how we breed, slash and burn greed, apocalypse seed. Where then the terminus of all this treachery and travail? Will rats or ruminococcus be the only ones to prevail? Is it too late to extract our hands from the third rail? Or will a tailless primate be the end of life's tale? Every week, brother. Yeah, Rob. Every week you take another cut at it, another slice of the pie of love. I, another I, slice. Of, if, if this slice, if, if this program is a pie, <laughs> you definitely got a slice of it. How's that? I, I <laughs> may try fan dancing next week. Okay, we'll, get, we, 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 we'll have to get some video video footage of that. I know the library lady is coming in, but um, as as we make that happen, I was thinking about Jack's peace and uh and the state of things and uh i couldn't help but really um try to reference this uh this uh, dead spin video of sinclair broadcasting this is extremely dangerous to our democracy this is extremely dangerous to to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. This is extremely. And in case you don't know what I'm referencing here, the um, the Sinclair Broadcasting Group, which or corporation, publicly traded company, which is the largest television uh, station in the United States with 193 stations um, with more in the pipeline. Um, and uh, they, they sent out, it's, it's this family owned conservative family, the Smiths, and uh, they made all of their affiliate stations, many of them Fox News, local, local affiliate stations, um, say this basically this propaganda that was towing the line of what Trump has, is doing, which is constantly attacking the First Amendment by attacking the media. Um, and so um, Deadspin, whoever the folks are at Deadspin, uh, got together and compiled uh, all these different stations saying the same thing, which is really weird because it's like shooting themselves in the foot as journalists. Um, and I think it is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Plaguing our country. The sharing of biased and false news has become all too common on social media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same fake stories without checking facts first. The sharing of biased and false, false news has, has become, become all too common on, on social, social media. media. More alarming, some media outlets publish these same stories without checking facts first. 
This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 Propaganda is extremely dangerous to our democracy. You're listening to the Common Thread Collective. All we're doing is pumping out good vibes, positivity. So the library lady is here. We have a few more minutes and to talk a little bit more about MAP. Welcome back, Allison. Oh, hi, Val. Um, Happy Friday. Happy first Friday of Poetry Month. I'm happy that I'm happy April Fool's Day is over, but it kind of feels like April Fool's Week. Anyhow, YouTube. Wow. Only 8% of shootings in the United States are by women. So, freaky week. Definitely freaky week. So, on that note, yes, MAP is here this April to talk to us about nonviolence. That's the theme solidarity with youth, increase the peace, and work together to eliminate militarization and violence in the United States. I, that's summing up the, the, the theme of MAP this month, Mission Arts and Performance Project. The library is taking part as part of International Poetry Month. Poems, music, dance, art, performance, all ways to express community solidarity and solidarity worldwide with creativity and empowerment. Um, the library is about helping people just find their way. And so that's what we're doing with MAP. Um, we'll find our way with poetry, music, and performance tomorrow at the library from 3 to 5. Okay, 5 is if it's sunny. We'll probably end at 4.30 sharp. If it rains, we'll be upstairs on the second floor, 24th and Bartlett. If people want more information about MAP at the library, Mission Branch Library, 24th and Bartlett, here in San Francisco. Phone number 415-355-2800. Ask for the second floor information desk. My name's Allison. I can give you a quick rundown of some of the venues. SF Mime Troop, Mission Branch Library, Mission Cultural Center, Artillery Gallery, which is right near 24th and Mission. The oh, Mission Cultural. Oh, all the bookstores, Adobe, Alley Cat. I know there's more. Um, rain freeze. It's the rain. That's okay because people can find out if they go to map sf.com that's m-a-p-p-s-f.com mission arts and performance project so that's all day tomorrow oh my god saturday the 7th 
Okay, two more, three more. Pathos on Harrison, 2754 Harrison. That's at night. That's pretty much they close map. Jorge mentioned it. It's a wonderful spot. It could be one of the spots where map began almost 15 years ago. Red Poppy Art House. And you have right around the corner from Red Poppy Art House, you have the little spot starting map at noon, 12 to 3. A brunch event. I'll be reading some poetry there. That's wonderful. I think, I think Dave's going to be doing... I think that's a great segue to Val's poetry. <laughs> Thanks for setting me up for that one. That was that was pretty so nice. I don't usually get the assist like that. Thank you. At 3 o'clock at the library. I'm usually right? the one. Assisting. 12 to 3 at Little Spot, and then come right around the corner to 24th and Bartlett, 3 to 4.30 at the library, and then you can head on down 24th Street and hit all those great venues, stop at Artillery, swing up to... SF Mime Troop, 21st yeah. and Treat. Oh, that's that's They're opening their whole venue. They've got a patio. They've got tables. They'll be selling wow. drinks. It is a cozy, lively spot. It's kind of like a nightclub. In a and they're having a special event tomorrow at, in the afternoon, actually, run by the Youth Theater Project at the SF Mime Troop. Wow. Um, People are flowering and flourishing. Something's going on. And they have that tonight, too, actually. And it has the word revolution in it. And there's youth involved. I think that sums up in two words what MAP is about this month. And what's going on? Thank you, Allison. Thank you so much for always coming in and, and keeping us on, on the pulse of what's happening at the library, especially the Mission Branch Library. So go out and check out what's happening there tomorrow afternoon, 3 to 5. And uh, also um, for being a, a person who participates in MAP, which is a grassroots community-based event that happens every other month, uh, first Saturday of every even-numbered month. So April is here. Spring has sprung. So uh, thanks, everybody, for being a part of the Common Thread Collective today and every Friday that we're here at Mutiny Radio. We're so lucky and fortunate and grateful to be here. Thanks to our sponsors, Organic Valley Family of Farms, who are celebrating 30 years this week, um, and also Dr. Bronner's for keeping us all clean and honest. Here's a, a spring poem for you. I wrote it the other. What's up, Dave? I'm so good at this late in my life that I helped to be able to, that I have to be able to spark this. I had the vision. I've done the vision for years of people coming together, coming together and sharing what they have to share, and the whole is greater than some of its parts. And today, Val, it was a good example of what can be, wasn't it? Absolutely. All of you guys, welcome. All Thank right. You. Go out and do what you do. See you at Map. See it, map. All right, here's a spring poem for you. Um, we got oh, Kevin's coming in. What's up, Kevin? Hello. Welcome. Have a seat. Okay. Well, we got a couple more minutes here. Okay. Welcome to the circle. Thanks. Hello. Hello. Hey, Kevin. Kevin's a great musician. It's true. You. It's true. And a fantastic human being. Oh. What do you got, Kevin? Well, I just got off of work with. San Francisco's premier goat herd. City city grazing is that what we're talking about? Yeah, I got a job with city grazing in the Bayview, and I work with a hundred goats and ten babies. Wow, <laughs> that's great. 
That's a pretty adorable kind of thing to be around all day, right? I really uh, am a very lucky person because, yes, you're right. It is adorable. And you get to know what goats are really about, don't you? Yeah, I get to do a lot of taking care of goats in ways that I never thought I'd have to and see all the things that it takes. It takes a lot. You know, you get to see the full circle of life from birth to uh, being made into cosmetics. Which is gnarly. So think about that when you put on your makeup. You're wearing a goat on your face. <laughs> oh, man. They kill the goats? They have to kill the goats? There, there's a company in San Francisco that, that takes bio waste and uh, uh, makes it usable. In other words, goat shit. No, no, no. We, no. we take the goat shit. The goat shit is usable by our communities in compost. It's one of the best kinds of poop that there are, wow. as far as I've been informed, there's a, di- let me talk to you about poop for a second. <laughs> okay. We, we got a second. Okay. We so got there's, a minute. there's horse poop that comes in these big turds that you've got to compost for a long time, apparently for a year before they're ready for you to put in your garden, which is unfortunate kind of, if you want to compost right away, go turds immediately ready in little pellets, super clean. And the point is come visit the goats. Have us in your yard to eat your invasive species and uh, sequester some carbon. Huh? Is there a phone number? Can I do all of that? Uh, there's a website, citygrazing.com. You can you can go and visit... Uh, What's it called? Citygrazing.com. City Grazing. City Grazing. idea? It's owned by the city. Uh, uh, it, for the city. It, was, right? it was a branch of the Recology uh, Center down there for okay. a while and Ooh. because the owner of the Recology Center or the operator of the Recology Center uh, just liked goats, so he got some, and eventually my boss, Genevieve, stepped in and took the, the herd of goats to the next level uh, of non-profit She status. shepherded the project. The goats right just here. call for they puns to happen. Like yeah, you can't really. have a goat conversation without somebody throwing in a pun. Sweet baby goat, <laughs> ba ba ba. <laughs> I named one Barbara Ann, Barbara Ann, Barbara Ann. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Oh my goatness. Thanks for letting me talk. About <laughs> <laughs> Lots of love all around. That's a great. That's a great spring topic: goats and getting them to come and eat all the invasive species in your yards and and uh, areas. So city grazing. I'm going to go out and visit those goats pretty soon. So here's a here's a here's an, a spring animal poem. After all, the dog's been barking because it's the season's first warm night. Who isn't a light under the nudging full moon, waves wishing upon near stars, all awash in foaming energy? Even, even homing creatures suffer their domestic barriers, aching for contact or sheer release, cutting through the familiar, familiar drill in a fit. All right, folks, this is the Common Thread Collective. Cutting through, I read it wrong. Cutting through the familiar chill, chill in a fit. Drill. I did. I misspoke. Well, was I, I couldn't read my own writing. I, I wrote it kind of in the dark. Well, that <laughs> happens sometimes. You needed your goat light. <laughs>
Well, we're drilling, into, we're drilling, we're drilling deeper on the, in the show every Friday. I guess so. We're coming through and we're drilling deeper and we're showing the underside of capitalism. We're showing the people coming together, coming together, and here we are, as you see. So take it away, everybody. All right. Bye, uh, people. See you Peace, y'all. We'll see you next week, Friday the 13th. And uh, get ready if you want to read a poem at Poems Under the Dome on the 19th. You can come out to the Beat Museum next Friday, and we'll be drawing seven lucky poets' names at that reading hosted by Charlie Getter. We'll be talking about it all next week. I'm also going to have a band come on next week, the Punk Funk Mob. They're coming on uh, either Women's Magazine, I think, or maybe they'll stick around for Common Thread. So, peace, y'all. We love you, and we'll be here next week, and we hope you will be, too. 21st in Florida, mutinyradio.fm. Fuck yeah. show it's such a controversial subject I feel don't you think so like actually you know what I love cats I decided I do love cats as much as I hate them for sure I feel like the more I'm far away from the cat the more I like her <laughs> because I don't know like I can never get any cat's approval I'd be like kitty kitty come here kitty Oh, you like me? Gross. <laughs> it's tough. It's really tough. I feel like women, cats are like women during PMS. PMS. It's like you will never know what got wrong. Like what happened? Like what the fuck did you do to her cat? Like 
women are so much like cats. Like the more you chase a cat, the more she's gonna run away. But the minute you get busy, the minute you get busy, she's gonna be like from the other room. Okay, what do you want? What the fuck do you want? Like what? I thought you don't like me. Oh, you hungry? Here. What? Are, oh, you're thirsty. Okay, here. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good, it's not. The same like with women. Like the more, like let's say you're available for her all day and the minute your football game starts, she slides, baby, <laughs> baby, 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 who's that guy in a white shirt? Baby, why are they wearing diapers? Baby, baby, where are they running, baby? Uh-huh, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, like, I feel like women are a lot like cats, because like cats, they know ex exactly what they want. When they walk into the room, they know exactly whose lap they're gonna sit on. <laughs> Normally, it's gonna be the person that doesn't want it the most. Oh, meow! Did you see you have a? Did you see you have a cat allergy? Come here! <laughs> Come here! Come here! Oh, fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> The same like women. When we walk into the room, we know exactly who's who we're gonna go home with. <laughs> yeah. Also, cats are very jealous, just like women. We want you to stroke one pussy at a time. <laughs> yeah. Cats call pussies. Women have pussies. Also, once you bring a cat into your house. Everything in your house belonged to a cat, including you. <laughs> cat don't like, just like women, cat don't like when you come, come back home late. You'd be like sneaking, sneaking in home at 10 p.m. and the cat's like, oh, you're home. You should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, by the way, I have a present for you. <laughs> What are you looking at? Clean it up. <laughs> yeah, cats, man, cats. Anyway, if you like your pussy, your cat, to be happy, just like your woman, feed your cat. Make sure when he comes on your lap, you stroke that pussy really long because you'll never know when you get that next time. <laughs> okay, time to start the show, guys. Cats, cats, cats. Our next comedian is Amanda Golub. Woo! Hey, how you guys doing? Um, I am, I think a lot of people know already, I'm in, I'm in town from New Orleans. I'm super excited to be here. Uh, thank you to Pam and Mutiny Radio for putting this on. Um, it's been really great. I, I love San Francisco, like San Francisco has been an experience. Like New Orleans, we don't have any hills. You have a lot of hills, there's a lot of walking. So it's just like, oh, the hills are alive with the sound of me panting and not being able to make it <laughs> up a hill. <laughs> uh, it's been pretty, it's been pretty terrible. I um. 
Do we have any cat ladies here? Okay. <laughs> like, I know it's a cat show, but uh, I think a lot of people hate cats. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm a cat lady. I'm a cat lady. I know. I know. I, uh, I, I got lucky. I have an Airbnb in Oakland, and I didn't even know that they were going to have cats there, but the, they, like, basically have the Airbnb to raise enough money to feed, like, 100 cats. <laughs> it's crazy. So sometimes the Airbnb picks you. <laughs> Here's a mic check. I wrote a tweet earlier. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Where I said, I think I may be high-functioning autistic. And then I replied to myself from my other Twitter account, or not that high-functioning. That's about where I'm at. Oh, I like this. It's like somewhere between, like, is this thing on? And a Kenny G concert. All right. There's a lot of comics on here that are going to try harder than I'm going to, probably. Uh, some of them that won't. I like these people. I systematically weeded out the weirdos and left you with the cream of the crop. And I'm not lying. It's supposed to be a random setup, but I hacked in and I eliminated uh, several unfunny people. I need some employment. I would kill to be an assassin. All right. All right, we're going to do like a five-minute warning and get this mother started.
good evening, good afternoon, good everything. Welcome to the Open Mic Comedy. Happy hour, Open Mic, in fact. You know, George Taylor. 